Hello, welcome to the Rise Revolution Mind Body Nutrition Podcast. This is Melissa Chapman, and it's episode 14. Who is packing your lunch? A couple years ago, I wrote this blog post, and it's kind of ironic to look back on. Um, It was written in February of 2020, and right before all this stuff went sideways and crazy, right? And I was just kind of talking about, you know, how are you feeling? New year, new resolutions, all of that. And people start off out the gate pretty, pretty pumped, pretty motivated, pretty focused and determined. And then a lot of times by February, they've already fell off the wagon. And so when I wrote the blog post, I was wanting to talk a lot about just self-care. And the headline of this podcast, Who's Packing Your Lunch? I'm going to get to that because that's based on a funny story in our family. But typically, January is the month that people are focused on health and nutrition and weight loss and all of those kind of things. I mean, this is January 2021. It's a January unlike any other. We're still in the middle of a worldwide health crisis. We've had a lot of political unrest and division in our country. There's been a lot of mental health um, suffering. And it's just been a really hard-pressed 12 months since this blog post was written. In some ways, I feel like the rock that's been crushed to reveal the diamond, I feel sometimes like you're pressed down to be squeezed out what is beautiful. And I have always seen some beauty and tragedy and some glory and grief and that there is um, lessons to be learned, growth to be had, and growth is not easy. The story of the mighty acorn, you know, the mighty oak growing from a small acorn is, is proof that, you know, we, sometimes the struggle to mature and grow is um, unseen. And I think this past year we've seen a lot of our shared struggles. So anyway, I'm going to make this a little bit more of a lighthearted post, though, because I want to talk about how I think one of the blessings I see from this quarantine, pandemic, uh, isolation time of being alone a lot more and um, not being able to go out and about as much and all that is maybe in some ways we have slowed down our schedule. But for a lot of people... The crazy expectations that we've set for ourselves are even more high because now we not only have to work from home, which is a challenge for some people who've never done that before, and it's still a challenge for people who've done it, just to set those boundaries, be productive, and not get distracted by all the other things going on. But then we have all these people who are being super mom at home and trying to homeschool and work and be a wife and be a friend and survive all of this. Um, And we set for ourselves an unrealistic notion a lot of times that we're going to work out every day and that we're going to be this amazing chef and keep the house clean and we're an awesome employee or business owner and we're just juggling it all like a pro and and men put themselves into this much pressure as well with with work and their projects and their chores and all the things they're doing to provide and protect you know so no one is really immune to it but 
How often do we go to bed at night focused on our perceived failures of the day? Instead of looking at what you didn't get marked off your to-do list, how about you look at all the things you did mark off your to-do list? And even if you didn't mark anything off your to-do list, just getting out of bed and giving anyone else any amount of like love and genuine um, consideration is, is, is a win right now. So I also want to point out, though, that I said perceived failures because... My dear, you are the hardest on yourself. I would bet money on it. And when we're constantly critiquing ourselves and criticizing ourselves for not living up to this expectation that we've set on ourselves even. A lot of times it's not even the other people that have set it on ourselves. It's us. But that constant struggle that we have in our minds and the stress we have over the daily battle of doing more and doing more and doing more that stress itself is going to cause you to have difficulty losing weight or having good energy. And I can talk about this topic a lot because it definitely was me. And it still is me sometimes. But I have learned to delegate. I have learned to set some better boundaries. And with the help of a lot of my friends, family, and network partners, I have been learning to rest and to let others take some responsibility, step up, take some of the burden off. And... Learning to breathe, focus on sleep, getting a good sleep habit going. Because no matter how much you do, if you never feel like it's going to be good enough, I mean, you're never going to hit that finish line. It's always going to be something else. And eventually you're going to hit a metaphoric wall, you know, mentally or physically, spiritually, all of the above sometimes. And so a lot of times as a health coach, I would preach this stuff to my friends but I wasn't always following that advice, so I had to stop the training, get off. And sometimes, <laughs> even the things we're unconsciously or subconsciously doing to create more, as my friend Ashley calls, mental load. We, get, we need to share in the mental load of things. Uh, this funny story happened a couple years ago that my husband is a saint. I, he genuinely does not ask for anything, really. He takes care of us well. He works hard. He's always there to open my door, carry in the groceries, listen to me, bring me a cup of coffee. Uh, he's the best dog dad ever. Like, he's just this awesome guy. And he packs his lunch every single day. And he doesn't eat out. It's a thing for him that he just packs his lunch and he goes about his business and he can eat the same thing for months on end. And I grew up in the Midwest where... I mean, the men sat in their recliner with their feet propped up while the women cooked the meal, brought it to them, cleaned their plate, did all the dishes, all the while that the man just walked in from work, set his stuff down, and put his feet up. And even if the moms worked, like, it was just still primarily their responsibility to do all the cooking and all the cleaning, and they didn't complain about it. Like, I, I sure the heck would complain about it, but they didn't complain about it. They, The ones I saw, my moms, my aunt, my grandma, you know, they were underappreciated. They were overworked. They were tired. They were unfilled, but they kept sacrificing. Like, that's just what they did. So, I'm saying all this to remind you that many of us have had it programmed subconsciously and subliminally into our brain for a long time that we have these, quote, gender roles that we kind of think we're supposed to fill. And... It's, 
it's bringing on a little extra mental load or pressure on ourselves that we may not even realize are there. So, as I said, my husband will pack his lunch every day. And one day he was eating a peanut butter sandwich for lunch and talking to his mom on the phone. And I guess she teased him about what, your wife don't pack you lunch. And so he made the passed the comment along to me joking around. And for days, I felt like I was a failure because I wasn't getting up earlier. I wasn't making sure he had something nutritious and creative in his lunchbox. And um, it just, it, it got to me. But then one day it dawned on me. I've worked since I was 16 years old. The majority of that time I've lived with other people in my household or been married. And there has never been anyone worried about what I'm going to eat for the day. There has never been anyone since I moved out of my mother's house who packed my lunch. And it just reminds me of how we truly take on everything for everyone else. And it's not just women, it's men. I mean, there are some people who, they're just the doers and the nurturers, right? And it just reminds me of how many people just exhaust themselves in this process of worrying about everything and everybody else. Now, my crazy life has been more revolved around working and my career. I've almost always worked two jobs or had a business. And so I'm usually working, networking, relationship building, doing things on the computer. I'm usually doing that stuff 24-7. And so... A lot of my work isn't around the stove or the cleaning. And that's why I have delegated a lot of that out. I don't feel guilt anymore around the delegation that I have done in having my groceries delivered or getting someone to clean my house or eating out. But sometime that same year, um, I think it was 2019, I went to visit a friend and she took care of me so well. I have a couple of these friends that are really good at it, but this friend was older than me a little. So it, she fed me amazing Scottish meals. She wouldn't let me touch a dish. She drew a hot bath and told me to go relax. And I literally cried that weekend. It was a gift of hospitality, but it was also nurturing to my soul for someone else to quote, pack my lunch. So we started a saying around my household, and I'll clean it up for the podcast, that it's basically, you're a grown-up, you, you're a grown-up. Uh, and that basically is saying, you can take care of yourself. Like, it is not my responsibility to make sure other people who are over the age of 18 in my house eat, whether that be my son or my husband is not my responsibility. It's a courtesy as a working mom and a working wife that if I want to plan a meal and have that cooked, that's fine. But my husband and I, we kind of do what we don't mind doing. Like he doesn't clean a bathroom and we share the laundry. You know, there are certain things that it's like, He's willing to do, I'm willing to do other things we hire out. Some of the best advice I'd heard a long time ago is if you can hire it out. And some of you are going to say, I can't afford to hire that out. I know. You can start somewhere with trading services. There are some people that are willing to come over and help you or clean your house if you will help them with their laundry or watch their kids. Like There is ways to trade out services with each other. You can start with a friend who's cleaning on the side for 50 bucks for three rooms and work your way up. But my point is, it's relieving some of that burden that we put on ourselves to try to do it all. And when I got nourished that weekend by my friend, 
I realized how nice that is. So I want to back up and say, my love language is words of affirmation, most of all. So I appreciate when my husband tells me I'm doing a good job or that he appreciates me or that he's proud of me with all I do for work and everything. When I want to show him love, I make the bed. That was never anything important to me, but it's important to him. And so I'll, I'll make the bed, my bed, his bed, our bed. <laughs> like, I will wipe off the kitchen counter. I will make sure dishes are not left in the sink. I'll ensure the cars are locked and the doors are, are locked. I'll have made sure the dogs have been fed or the trash cans have been pulled up. Or I will kick, cook him or my sons a home-cooked meal. Not because I like to cook, but because they enjoy that nurturing, nurture, nourishing home-cooked meal. But I do not make myself feel like I have to do it all the time or pack his lunch. And I want you to remind yourselves, I, I, I was doing some training this week for work and a couple of the other women, we were shift working. And so we were on a different midnight kind of shift. And these ladies were like, yeah, well, you know how it is when you're a woman, you still got to get up and, and make dinner. And I was like, uh, no, you don't. Uh, the people that live in your house, these ladies were married. And I'm like, these, these people living in your house have, have another adult in the house. They can cook a meal. Um, they can figure that out. There's a box of mac and cheese. <laughs> There's frozen pizza. Like, they can figure that out. You don't have to get up and cook them a meal. You can get your rest. And that is the point of this podcast. Do not... Put the oxygen mask on everybody else and not yourself. You've heard that phrase on airplanes and in relation to self-care. But it is so true. You know? And I'm not saying tell everybody fend for themselves all the time. What I'm saying is take care of yourself. Make sure that everyone's kind of carrying their weight with all the burden of responsibility. And then when you do something for someone in your household, it is an act of service of love, not of an obligation or because of guilt or expectations of gender roles, you know? And I'm very thankful. I mean, my husband does help me put away the laundry or bring me coffee in bed. I'm so thankful he's a gentleman and is still opening my door every time I get in the truck. But also he encourages me to be me. He knows that I get antsy if I haven't traveled. He doesn't always understand, but he knows that I need to fly away once in a while just to keep my own joy. Even if it's just to go to a hotel room, (laughs) like an hour away. I just need that. My gypsy heart is just craving changes and scenery and adventures. And he will say go and do that. And he's like the kite string holding me while I bounce wildly in the wind. And he anchors me while I'm the colorful chaos, like trying to see it all, think it all and do it all. So while I do click list my groceries and have my house cleaned or sometimes pay someone to walk my dog or groom my dog, I do say no to things more, but I say yes to the people in the relationships that I want to invest in. And I think those time with people and those investments in conversations and relationships are way more important than all these other obligations that you think you have for yourself. Make time for your own rest and your own exercise. Don't let anyone make you feel guilty about those things, including yourself. So I give you permission to delegate anything that you can. Hire out anything that you can. Trade out anything you can. Ask for help. 
Men, a lot of times, will say, well, you didn't ask me. If you just asked me, I would do it. Maybe we shouldn't have to, but if that's where they're at and that's where we got to start, then ask them. Hey, honey, this week I've told my husband, babe, can you check the mail at night and start the dishwasher since I'm going to sleep early for this shift work? Hey, it's something he's not in the habit of doing maybe, but could you do this for me, right? If you're bo everyone is giving a lot of time and energy to the things they love and the causes they support and the friendships they have, then, then you're able to better come together and be better humans to each other. And I'm giving you permission to give more freedom to the people in your house to help you out, to pack their own lunches. I want them to see you happy instead of stressed and not acting like a martyr and guilting them for everything you're doing anyway. Mm, that one hit some of you. In my house when my son was growing up, we also called it life skills training. I've seen too many people that were waited on hand and foot by their, their parents in the Midwest or that mom who just did everything for them to the point that when they were 25, they didn't really know how to cook or clean and take care of things. So my son has had chores his whole life. My son has spent Saturdays with mom going, okay, well, you can sweep the floor or unload the dishwasher. Which is it? I always gave him a choice. This was the democracy in my house. <laughs> I gave him a choice so that he had some empowerment to what he wanted to do, but he had to help. And yes, at some point, I rewarded him with an allowance or money for chores. I mean, we spend our whole life working for money and trading our time for dollars. Why not? Then they earn that money, learn the value of that. And when they go spend it on that toy or sometimes in my son's case, a meal out at Golden Crow, then they, they learn to appreciate that this costs more than they anticipated. And they had to work for that money. So it's a good lesson to learn. But I'm saying all this to tell you that there are ways to take better care of yourself. And I want you to do that, my friend. Find ways to love on each other. And you can still do things for each other. But make sure that you're not feeling resentful. And that you're not feeling stressed. And that you're not exhausted. And that you really are doing the things that absolutely need to be done right now. At this time, I think it's a really good time to figure out what really needs to be done at this very moment. And do those things. Right? And if I want to DoorDash once a day, every day for the week, guess what? When I worked in an office, I went to lunch every day with my coworkers. Now I just DoorDash it and eat it alone. <laughs> What's the difference? But I want to encourage you. I really want to encourage you. It is not selfish to take care of yourself. So that's a little bedhead wisdom from my blog days. And I want to thank you again for listening. I'm so honored you spend your time with me. Out of all the choices you have to listen to, if you take a moment to listen to my podcast, I really appreciate that. You can reach out to me and subscribe to my web, web <laughs> to subscribe to my website and any updates I post there at www.riserevolutionmindbodynutrition.com. Yes, that's a mouthful but you remember it. You can also shoot me an email at riserevolution09 at gmail.com or find me on Instagram at riserevolutionmindbody. Thanks again for listening. Take care.